Greetings and welcome to Uncorked in Conversation. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. Hey, hey, Elle. Hey, Polly. Hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's just three of us tonight. Sarita's out handling business. That's what we're going to call business. <laughs> Is that what we're going to call it? business no wrong she's sticking to it <laughs> there you go and your business rita <laughs> tonight we're going to be talking about a, the sad 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 death of takeoff a uh, member of the migos rest in peace to take off there's a lot of uh a lot to uncork there in that very very sad story uh but first tell me what y'all been up to ladies well, well, yeah, well, well, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> uh, April, you can go because you've been bit Zay, okay? But, and that's all, and that's all I have really. I've just been really busy, um, with the weddings, um, things. I think at the end of November, things will start, start to wind down for me, but up until then, I'm still rocking and rolling, you know, feeling. You know, being blessed that God has given me this opportunity to, you know, serve him and serve others with passion. So I'm grateful. Right. That's I awesome. Feel you. Thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've I've been just busy with work, period. Um just trying to wow, just trying to level everything out, you know, with my life right now. You know, that's basically all I've been doing. Just try, trying to find some balance and some time for myself. Uh, I'm about to end this position, this temporary position that I'm in. So I'm kind of glad, you know, sad and glad at the same time. Um, uh, because I do feel like uh, going forward that it's just, it's really dominating too much of my time. Um, yeah. So I need to stay somewhere where I could be stable to do the other things I really need to do. So I've made that decision to, to do that. So that's what I'm going to be doing going forward. Looking forward to the new year. Looking forward to the holidays being over with. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. It ain't even started. She's looking forward to be over with. <laughs> yes. Waiting on it to be over with. But. You know, to all of our listeners out there, and if you guys are following us, please um, share things that we post. I'm going to be going on a two-week road trip with my father. A two-week yes. road trip with my father. So everywhere we go, you know, I'm going to be documenting. I'm going to do some reels, uh, maybe do some lives, but I'm going to be documenting everywhere we go, you know, and some of the exciting things that we're going to see and do. So look forward to that. That will be happening towards the end of the month going into December. All right. I'm looking forward to those reels. <laughs> Me too. Listen to her. Where you go, we go. That's <laughs> right. Because we're coming up on a on a, a third anniversary soon. So that's yes. gonna be wonderful. Three yes. years we've been doing this. So I know we can see our growth. We have to do some type of journal you know, and, and put this together. That's going to be, wow. It's okay. monumental. That's going to be monumental for us. I think I like so. that. 
Well, yeah, you, Miss Linda. Y'all know me. I just been out here acting and shit. <laughs> no, she didn't. You know, because I'm an actor. That's what I do. You know. <laughs> Why she That's say me. acting and shit? <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Yes, so um, today's November 2nd, a couple of days after Halloween, I performed at the Virginia Beach Oceanfront um, with Family Fun Experience Theater. We performed for live on Atlantic at the Pumpkins and Pirates Festival this past weekend, and that was a hoot. Yes, a hoot. <laughs> Um, the kids, man, the kids loved it. It was my first time being down there for the festival. Um, but I tell you, they put on a nice show. It is awesome down there. Uh, there were people on stilts. There was a uh, man down there. Were a few people down there juggling. One guy um, has performed on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh, wow. And also, yeah. And years ago, he performed on the David Letterman Show. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. So it was nice to rub elbows with other entertainers. Nice yeah. to bring um, some entertainment to the kids um, at the oceanfront. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we closed October's um, performances of the Mystery of the High Wizard at Family Fun Experience Theater. But we have a month of November coming up. So stay tuned. Oh, all right. Yes. Okay. Doing your thing, Miss L. Yeah. Okay. Doing it, your girl L. Doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it well. Miss L is doing it well. Hey. <laughs> they ain't ready. They ain't ready. Oh, so, yes. we have to come up with our own theme music with that one. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Got to hit up Concrete Rose. Concrete Rose, um, who we had as a guest on um, during season two, is writing a song that she will be performing. Uh, by the time this airs, the Gone But Not Forgotten um, tribute will probably be over. Um, and that uh, that tribute is to honor those um, who we've lost uh, to gun violence. Um, we continue to uh, talk about gun violence, which we're gonna dig in in just a second, um, just to talk about more gun violence. It seems like it's always the case. Wanna make sure that our listeners do know where to find us for all of the upcoming antics that we have, all the upcoming shenanigans, no, it's really stuff, ain't no shenanigans, <laughs> that we've got going on, Paulette's trip, everything we've got going on because it'll be posted up on our page. Take a look at us on TikTok, excuse me, I had TikTok on the brain, on Facebook, Uncorking Conversation. You can follow our podcast page. You can also join our Facebook group, Wine Down with Uncorked. We post there daily. We have lots of fun. We have a great community of people. Um, we On Instagram, we have a thousand amazing followers. Thank you so much for getting us to that 1,000 followers. We're on the road to 10K right now. Um, also, we have a lot of podcasts and podcasters that follow us on Instagram inbox us your show we'll listen to it we'll give you a shout out on the show that's where we uh take a lot of uh input on uh shows to listen to and we'll share it out also on tiktok we love the new now feature paulette and i uh took a now yesterday i've been trying to put y'all on to the nows it was yeah. called something else before yeah <laughs> i didn't know what that was i saw the notification 
And by the time I got on there, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I thought the now meant that you post now. I didn't know. <laughs> you do you a do. video now. You you I post didn't. either picture or video now. You tap for the pic picture, a long press for the video, and it's now. And it's gonna it's gonna take whatever is in front of and in back of the camera, like that Be Real app. I've been trying to put y'all on too. Yeah. So now <laughs> I thought it meant like. If we, if you post, you know, one of your TikTok, you know. Oh, that you gonna get some money or something if you post now. Or you get more views. You know, I thought maybe it's like to generate more views or do it now, you know, trying to encourage you to post. And when yeah. I clicked on it, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was able to right see there. you guys, right? Yeah. I could see you. Yeah, uh, now the only way you can see what others post is if you post something though. Right. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah, that's been <laughs> that's been fun. Check out our page. You'll see our now. Um also we're on LinkedIn. So perhaps that can be our um uh, proving ground when we start to work on this uh ah she's doing it now. <laughs> we'll have one of the podcasts. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, on LinkedIn, maybe that'll be our proving ground for our newsletter if we do our audio journal, <laughs> uh, if we, uh, not if we, when we move forward with that. And we are still on Twitter, right? Uncorked, yeah, at Uncorked. And I just don't see, I understand people are boycotting Twitter. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. I don't really see what good boycotting is going to do. So long story short, follow us. We on Twitter, Uncorked in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and stay, stay tuned for more we've got some big information coming up big announcements a big launch sometime in 2023 so stay tuned don't you go anywhere oh share wherever you follow us guys share it with your friends share it with your followers Let's build this amazing community and let's spread love, kindness, and, and openness and trust and being real everywhere. Let's spread it everywhere, right, y'all? Yes, yes. Let's do it. Uh, what is the song? I can get by with a little help from my friends. We do not own the rights to this music. I can get by with a little help from my friends. Y'all just gonna put me out in the same by myself. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Y'all ain't no good. So let's jump into tonight's first topic, you guys. Um, it's a sad story, unfortunately, as many of you I'm sure know by now. <clears throat> uh, Takeoff, member of the rap group Migos, was fatally shot outside a private party in Houston early on Tuesday morning. Um, Takeoff was one third of the group, hip hop group Migos, um, along with Offset and his uncle. Quavo. Um, Takeoff's music label just uh, posted a statement on their Instagram story today uh, to address what happened. And I'll just read directly from their um, statement. Um, they stated, Kurs Kursnik 
Kari Ball was killed by an errant gunshot during an early morning altercation outside Houston's 810 Billiards and Bowling on Tuesday. It is with broken hearts and deep sadness that we mourn the loss of our beloved brother, <clears throat> Kersnick Kari Ball, excuse me, known to the world as Takeoffs, the label wrote. Senseless violence and a stray bullet has taken another life from this world and we are devastated. The label proceeded to ask the public to respect Takeoff's family and friends, privacy as they grieve. Houston police officials stated that an argument took place and escalated to the point where at least two guns were fired outside the third floor entrance of the downtown bowling alley around 2.30 a.m. on Tuesday. Shooting occurred after a privately booked event at 810 Billiards and Bowling and occurred in the midst of a large group of 40 or more people. I don't want to speculate, but based on what people say about takeoff, he's respected, nonviolent, said Houston Police Chief Troy Finner during a Tuesday afternoon press conference. We have no reason to believe he was involved in anything criminal at the time of the shooting. I just want to send um, <clears throat> condolences to Takeoff's family. Rest in peace to, uh, I'm not a huge hip hop fan. I enjoy some hip hop. My favorite hip hop is probably late eighties, early nineties, but I really liked the Migos. I liked their energy. Um, and <clears throat> Takeoff, in my opinion, just based on what I know was the least problematic of all of them and of much of the hip hop world, if you ask me, he was always understated, just so understated, just a cool guy laid back in the cut. And right. from what I said, yeah, he was pretty much laid back in the cut here as well. But um, unfortunately, a stray bullet, which I'm hearing possibly could have been friendly fire. Um, it was possibly someone on the Migos team, not one of the Migos, but someone on their team. Yeah. who potentially fired the, the kill shot. Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of open it up to you ladies. Let's talk. There's a lot to unpack here, right? Um, yeah, a lot. It's, it's senseless. Like, you know, just like the, you know, the other um, group that you belong to when it's talking about gun violence, it's like these young kids now, this generation, they, they have no fear of death. And I'm not saying that I have a fear of death because I know that it's inevitable. However, senseless just to you just to carry around a gun and just, you know, your trigger, your easy trigger finger, just because someone is grabbing for something and you're grabbing yours and, you, and it's OK, you're just going to take them out, you know, not even trying to figure anything out. And then I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but um, there is a video out showing uh, talk showing Quavo in an argument because they were actually outside of that um, venue um, playing dice. And Quavo was upset that he was losing money and he had words with somebody. And to be honest with you, when Quavo talks half the time, I can't understand what he's saying, you know, and in the video, I couldn't understand what he was saying. So, and then from that point, like you said, we don't know for sure, but the word is that someone from his group went to reach behind his back like he was reaching for a weapon. The other group that was there that they were playing the dice with, they said that that group was not a group to play with because they have no problems pulling their stuff out. And, you know, it just went. And like you said, they don't know 
exactly where what bullet came from where you know it was just it was shots fired and unfortunately takeoff was hit and that was that's sad because like you say he was the quiet one and honestly to tell you the truth when i saw it i had forgotten all about him honestly and but when i saw the name i already knew who it was it was crazy because i'm like i don't he, you don't hear his name that often and and I, like, I forgot all about him because you always hear about Allset, you always hear about Quavo, but Takeoff, you don't. But soon when they said it, I knew exactly who he was. You know, I did not know that they were um, they were all related the way they were. My daughter explained, you know, all of that to me. So, you know, if this did start just from a stupid dice game and some money, which I'm sure whatever he lost wasn't that big of a deal to him, but whatever else happened, he is forever going to beat himself up that if he hadn't have gone off the handle and did what he did just by acting the way he did, none of this would have happened. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it was it's just since you're going to argue over some dice, over some money that you you you're worth millions. Right. Oh, and you know, you weren't playing million dollars in no dice game in a in, behind a, a bowling alley. <laughs> And all whatever that place was. Come on, man. And if you were, why were you? That's my question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing is worth takeoff's death. But I'm just no. saying, if it was that serious, why were you back there doing something like that? That serious, like. But at the end of the day, the person who pulled the trigger is ultimately at fault. However, those yeah. circumstances, yes, yeah. did lead up to it. They yeah. were so close um, with uh, takeoff being Quavo's nephew. I, and I heard about the video and heard how devastated and just destroyed Quavo was, which is why I can't watch it. Um, yeah, that's that's going to eat at him forever. And, and, and I'm sorry that he has to go through that. Um, although it's not ultimately his fault, I, I know that he is going to blame himself because he could have had he could have uh, behaved differently and the outcome would have perhaps been different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and like you said, ultimately, the person that pulled the trigger is the one that is at fault. You know, obviously, they had an itchy trigger finger, maybe. I mean, we wasn't there. We're just speculating. You know, we don't even know for sure that he was actually grabbing for it. He could have been scratching his back. You know, I'm just joking. But, you know, I'm not trying to be funny about it. But you never know. Just because somebody go to grab for something, it's not necessarily that they grab it for that. But other people that carry guns... <laughs> And they're in that, you know, element. They're not taking no chances. They're gonna pull theirs, and when they pull it, they're gonna pull it to use it. You know, and it's it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. it's sad. It is really sad. And when are these young kids? And I say kids, even though they're in their thirties at this point. Um, when I say kid, they have that young mindset. You know. When you become a celebrity and you've come from the hood, why must you always carry that hood mentality with you? When you come out of the hood, you're able to grow and do things. You got money now. You got riches now. Things that you probably dr never even dreamed of that you have now. And you carry that same mentality, that hood mentality with you. I don't, it fathoms me. You, as they say, you, you can't take the, you take the boy out the hood, you take the hood out the boy. That's a prime example. 
playing dice in back of an alley. Why? But guess what? They didn't come from the hood. Where they come from? They're from Georgia, but yeah, I know some people that know exactly where they went to school and the neighborhood they lived in. They were not in mm -hmm. the hood. Oh, okay. They suburban nights. And that's why a lot of times you would hear people that are kind of hardcore hip hop heads not really giving respect. They're trying to, to do street credit. I'm sorry. But I'm trying so to process much. this. Not so much because if you listen to their music, it's more funning. It's it's not, you know, ain't nothing straightening but straightening. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, Barack Obama be singing their songs. So like it's not it, you know, kind of like um Fushnickens, is that, that who it was back in the day? Oh, oh yeah. Doss Effects, Doss Effects. Yeah, yeah. Remember they, they kind of had their own little language. You know, it, theirs was gimmicky on purpose. They told you we're a gimmick. They're good kids. Even Quavo, even yeah. though his yeah. argument may have precipitated this, he's a good kid. Okay. These boys were good boys. And the party was 40 people, a private party. So they knew well the people that were there. They weren't just there with anyone. Now, it might be questionable shooting dice, but then again, boys shoot dice. Boys shoot dice, yeah. boys fish, boys play bones. They just do. They yeah. do this daily if they some can. Of, some of the people I hear that they were that was there was was what was questionable because they were members of some well-known, you know, gang down there that right. not they, that does not waste their time pulling it and pulling the trigger. And that's a concern because right. if you know these people well, which you have to, if it's a private party, I mean, the three of us couldn't have shown up and got in. I mean, we might have. And Paulette show her booty. Oh, yeah. We probably could have got in. But nine times out of 10, you know, they're not letting, you know, 50 year old black women in there, you know, whatever. It's, you know, it's a, it's a private thing, you know, elite party. So it was hood behavior, I suppose, hood activity. Right. Um, at this not so hood event, but again, the people there were questionable because that group of people, that gang, if you will, um, had that reputation. And I don't know, um, the Migos may have gang affiliation, which many of these guys do, even if they grew up in good neighborhoods, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's still yeah, hard. I mean, still, even though you're telling me that, you know, they grew, they're suburbanite and what have you, um, <laughs> you can still be, you still hood, you still got that hood mentality. Yeah, so Jay uh, 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 King, King said, I was it him or Barnabas said, just buy your, you can shoot dice all you want to, buy a casino, build your own casino. That's a thought, you know, you make all this money, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think before. dice so, was still a thing since oh, yeah. the 60s, oh, yeah. 70s, 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. They play dice every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't remember nobody shooting nobody playing spades. And that's a dangerous game right there because people get all upset. You know, I can't even play spades. That's just, I'm scared to play spades because if you under bed, oh my God, the world just stopped. Yeah, don't sandbag. Cars, don't sandbag. And what's the other what's thing? in my hand? Uh -uh. Yeah. Uh -oh. And anything at all is talking across the table. I'm like, all I did was blink. I can't sit here with my eyes just wide open the whole Or if you sit with your eyes wide open the whole time, you're talking across the board. I'm like, well, which one you want me to do? I even got to blink or hold my eyes open. <laughs> no. Uh, so, I'm going to play yeah. Uno. Or, or, <laughs> or BS. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. 
That's what I play. And I play mine online with people I don't know and who can't get to me. I just, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh stage one time and the person was like, You take it too long to play. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I start cooking. <laughs> <laughs> shoot yeah i know i don't play with nobody no more uh-uh. yeah prayers up um it is senseless i'm so sorry to hear this about takeoff when i uh when i had to google the story several times to you know get my script and stuff ready for my daytime show and then for this it was hard to google it that's how that this this hit different because mm-hmm. that kid Man, he didn't was, don't bother nobody not at all. I know yes. there's some stories. Some woman came out with some assault story. Now that was conveniently after this man died. This is my thing. You say he assaulted you. You never said nothing about it, or either someone paid you not to say nothing. Now once this man is dead, you want to stop that? Like just stop Why? it. Why? That's too coincidental. Your trauma didn't hit you just because this man died. Stop Why? that. Don't 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 right. you know dirty up this man's name who wasn't yeah. doing anything to get himself shot except perhaps being in the wrong place at the wrong, time. wrong place wrong time yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow it's, that's, wrong that's wrong. heartbreaking it is 28 years old that's my kid's age mm-hmm. hi there friends it's your girl l and i'm here to give you the tea on newsly Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose, including sports, science, Bitcoin, and you can even keep up with the Kardashians. They have digital radio and guess what? Podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries, including yours truly, Uncorked in Conversation. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in our description. Use promo code UNCORKED and receive a one month free premium subscription. Download Newsly now. You'll be glad you did. And next, celebrity divorces. Y'all, it's going, going on. Like it's a, it's a uh, epidemic. 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 I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so who's getting divorced, y'all? Um. Okay. Okay. Did you guys, Cynthia Bell, Cynthia Bell, um, is it Bailey. Cynthia Bell? Bailey. Bailey. I could say Bell. Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill. They, I was rooting for them. Me too, because I like them together. I, I really did. Too. I, I did really too. They did. just got married during COVID 2022. 2020, this is 2022. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. She had this big, lavish wedding. Yeah. Oh my God, I was rooting for her. Yeah. But then a lot of people said that they're not surprised. Well, yeah, I I don't get that one. I I don't, I don't get that one at all. I I don't, I don't, I don't, I I mean, we don't know the inside. I know she was saying that she didn't, she didn't want to be part of Housewives uh, this last season because she wanted to 
you know, focus on her marriage, you know, and they right. were together, you know, during COVID and everything. She said, honey, if you don't learn something about somebody in COVID, and man, mm-hmm. and she didn't live a lie there, you know, as much yes. as you, much time you had to spend with somebody, you know, during COVID and being locked down and everything. If she didn't learn something about him then, then apparently she didn't because <laughs> we're, we're now hearing this, but it was sad. They don't seem like, you know, either of them are, you know, too broken up about it, or maybe they're just not showing it, you know, in the media. I don't know. Um, they tried to say something about he was uh, cheating because there was some uh, video that was out there and some girl was dancing on him, but they said that had nothing to do with it. You know, nah. they, I think they were saying that was after the fact anyway. So, you know how yeah. people, media and people want to say, oh, here it is, here it is. You know, just back off. Of they were trying them. to, they tried it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, you know, they, they tried it. Um, but, you know, she, she still loves him. She still cares about him and, and all that. She actually, she put something out today, I want to say it was. And yeah, just a little bit she put out to say, you know, why they didn't make it. And she said that they felt, she felt like they were not friends anymore. And that's all she said. So we don't know the details of that, but she just said, mm-hmm. you know, she she felt like they were no longer friends. And I'm like, wow, because they just seem inseparable, you know, they for a did. while. But then I heard that a lot of people say that he was an opportunist, that he actually just really got with her for clout, you know, but originally. But not really. I mean, she's the housewife. He can elevate her to, you know, the next whatever level that is and i she could elevate him which which way elevate him to the next level you know to a celebrityism now you now she decided not to be on housewives it may have some you know something to do with it maybe he's like he didn't want her to quit but she wanted to because she wanted to focus on the family. Maybe he didn't want to. Maybe he wanted her to still be out there so he can be out there so he can stay relevant, you know. Mm-hmm. So so a lot of people say he was just an opportunist. So I got my eye. You know, only time will tell. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I really don't. I haven't, I, I can't, well, I, they, I mean, for... they're really hush-hush uh, about it, which I don't, I don't blame them for being hush-hush. Because once everybody gets into your business, then everybody has something to say. And if you're on social media and you're reading all that stuff, that's not good. That is not good for your mental. It is not good for your mental. And so that's one thing I got to say about um, Beyonce and Jay-Z. They keep their stuff private. I I mean, I, I would like to know some things about them, but look, I understand why. I, yeah. I could not be a celebrity. Not in this day and age. Uh, A-list celebrity, I could not be one because they're all in your business. Paul Holly Berry, they'd always talk about she can't keep a man. She was like, who said I wanted to keep one? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like, snapback girl, that's right. <laughs> you that's know, right. I, I don't, it's just, it's too much. It's too much yeah, on a, yeah. a relationship. It really is. Yeah, it's a lot. Speaking of too much on a relationship, what about Tia, Mari, and um, Corey Harden. Yeah. That surprised me. Me too. I was hoping for them too. I mean, what? 
14 years, I think. 14 years. They've known each other for 20, I believe. Yeah, so it's like they, they really knew each other, you know what I'm saying? And they got married, they have children. And 14 years later, they're like, we're done. I'm like, that came out of left field, at least for us. Maybe for, not for them, but yeah. for us, we're thinking you live in this story, not storybook like, but it gave us something but to believe working. in a Hollywood yeah. celebrity marriage. Like yeah. it can work and we see the workings yeah. of it, yeah. but. Eh. <laughs> well, and you know what? I don't know about that one either. Cause um, did you ever see the, um, they had a reality show. Mm-mm. Did you ever see that? No. Yeah. Oh, wait. I remember it. I remember. I never watched yeah. it. Yes. It was only a couple of seasons, but they had a, a little reality show. And he's a very, well, at least he perceived himself as a very mild-mannered person, you know, not really hyped, you know, all that good stuff. And I thought he was a good guy. I mean, yeah. and maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, she hasn't really said anything bad about him. She, she, he hasn't said anything bad about her. She hasn't said anything bad about him. I did hear a couple of weeks ago something about them possibly trying to work it out, which I hope they do. Oh, I hope you they know. Do. Yeah. And I don't mean that for the sake of the kids, because you're not teaching your kids anything if you're in a relationship and you're not happy. You're not, you're not showing them anything healthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I just like to see Black love make it. I just love to see it make yeah. it, you know? Oh. So with, you um, on that one. with Tia, well, before Tia, I was going to say with Cynthia. Oh, sorry. Just, no, no, no. Once I was looking at some of the social media comments because y'all know y'all always catch me up on the housewife stuff because I don't watch it, yeah. but I love listening to it. I love listening about it and having you guys keep me in the loop. I follow Cynthia Bailey, though. I think she's beautiful and I follow her. But mm-hmm. I, people were on social media talking about the number of times she's been married and divorced. So how oh. many times? Has she been married in the She's been married twice. Twice. Oh, only twice. Oh, she's been engaged more times than that. They called used to call her the runaway bride. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but this oh, is the second was- marriage. Okay, because sipping the Monty, I don't know if y'all follow him, Monty Wilder. He's I funny. know of him. Yeah. Yes, he's funny. He was like, she just be cutting these dudes loose, honey. He, that's what he said. That's what Monty said. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah it seemed way. that way. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, well, I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, Peter, she needed to let go. Peter needs to be out there on his own somewhere. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> and then Tia was taking some flat on social media recently. Um, after the divorce was announced, or them going through a divorce was announced, people were saying she was showing um, sexualized photos of herself on her TikTok. There was he one. Was there was one where she was saging her room and she had on like a black um, oversized top and shorts, like it was pajamas. Yeah, and she so was sitting cross legged. I was like, they will make stuff into anything. Anything. Negativity, yeah. honey. Negative. Yeah. Negative nannies. <laughs> and so what if she did? Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> and to be honest, if she was married and she did, y'all don't know what they, what. <laughs> Come on, y'all don't know yes. what their agreements are. Stop it. Hey, Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my What about speaking the of oh, the big divorce announcement? Tom Who? Brady oh. and Giselle. Honey, yeah. that was that that was out of spite. That's out of spite. 
Cause she tell they she telling that little sucker, look, but he's telling her, look, I still got it in me. The Viagra's working. <laughs> well, I hope you don't need Viagra. I got on the field just one more time. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh my goodness. Oh my Did she say why she wanted a divorce? I mean, other than he wanted he he retired from football and then he wanted to start playing again. Um, but is there anything other than that that she's announced? They are um their records including their compensation records are sealed and will not be shared. Um mm-hmm. what I glean <laughs> from the stories on from the stories on social media etc um is that tom who retired and then what 40 days later unretired wants to continue yeah right wants to continue playing football giselle wants him at home with her and the kids and that's their line in the sand okay i mean it's possible he probably promised her april you know i was about to say that I'm done. Uh, you know, I got this Super Bowl, that Super Bowl. I'm, I'm good. I'm not going. And then he retires. He announced he's retired. And then next thing you know, oh, 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 like I told you, the Viagra kicked in. <laughs> he was like, I got to go out there and I, I, I got I to gotta do it one more time. I got to do it. And she was like, motherfucker, you go out there. I'm divorcing you. He thought Me. she was white. Is she really black? Why? <laughs> And she said, I'm going to put my foot down. I don't care nothing about that little bit of money that you're making. Well, I got $400 million, Exactly. Okay? Her net worth is more than his. To your 50 or 100 I got mm-hmm. four. Okay? So yeah. I don't need you. Because I want you. Do you understand? He's at, right. 250. He's at 250 And then the um, the deal that he's work, worked on or has or is working on for after he retires. And he's going to work as a commentator. I think mm-hmm. it's $30 million a year. Something yeah, like making that. more money, you know. That's what I'm saying. He only Which is great. But none of he that, yeah. Me, you know? Yeah. You know, just yeah. donate, you know, your commentary money to me. You don't need all that. What you going to do with <laughs> it? Don't let it touch. Paul, Paulette Charity. You know. Me, myself, and I. Uh-huh. Exactly. For now. <laughs> <laughs> But you know you're right because I when I was married, um, my husband and I we had moved to Nebraska. We Ooh. lived in Omaha. <laughs> no, black people. Like me. They have black people in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, are you they ain't seen Valley? They do. Valley. They live on the um. They live on the north side. <laughs> Remember that dude Eco? Somebody dropped down. I don't like this. Using yeah. the banana. Belly. Uh, Gabrielle Union is from Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when it, he we had a, a deal, he said that he was going to work. No, 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 no. Our deal was he was going to quit working on uh, corporate because he was a, a call center manager for two years to pursue music you know, because that was his true passion. Two years, I worked at a company and I've been there for like, I won't go anywhere. I was not quitting my job for nothing at that time. Um, so we had a deal. Okay, you go ahead and pursue your your passion. After that two years up, we was going to flip. I was going to quit 
and pursue. I, I didn't even know what I wanted to do in life at that time, but I was going to have that time to figure that out. So I can understand that they had a deal and then he reneged on it because my husband did and I was pissed. I was so pissed. So I can totally see her saying, you know, you're retiring. You should retire and stay retired so we can concentrate on the family. And what I find so great about these three different um, divorce scenarios is that they all handle it very privately and amicable. So even though I'm divorcing you, at least right now, it's, it's not an ugly thing. You know, they're not making it like I'm trying to hurt you, you know, even though you are hurt because divorce is not an easy thing. Right. But we're not going to put all of our business out there because we know how the media and the people can destroy it and make it even worse. So I do like the way that they're all kind of protecting their divorce relationship or uncoupling mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do see that that's, I, I, I admire that of these three couples. So yeah, unlike, yeah. unlike Kanye uh, and Kim. <laughs> and let's call him by his legal name. It is yay. I thought that was something somebody made up. That is his legal name now. He has officially changed it. It's Yay. Okay. Wow. You're going to have to ask Yay. Hey, April, I don't know why. <laughs> if Yay want to make Yay his name, Yay can make Yay his name. It's his. I hope it's not for the reason that I'm thinking. What do you think it is? I'm, my name is Toby. No, my name is Kuhn. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. But Kanye, it's not even a, a white name. <laughs> I, I, I name Why is would you? Kanye. Kanye, Y-A can also be translated as it's Y-A. Y-A. Or it's Y-A. It's a Y-A. Isn't it Y-A? Y-A. I thought his name was Kanye. It is. K-A-N-Y-E was his name. And now it's just Yay. Y-E. Y-A? No, Y-E, but it's pronounced with an A. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> y'all, if y'all can see her face, oh my God. I thought I had some facial expression. Shouldn't it, it be ye? But y'all, the word y'all is what I'm alluding to. Y-A, okay, Y-A. It's a biblical name that it, some people can yeah. translate it to mean God. So... Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, is he thinking himself as God? I have not heard that. It's uh, just again, a thought. It's the last two letters of his name, of his given name. So mm-hmm. I would imagine it's simply short. I mean, he it's not the first time people are calling him yay. He was being called yay all along anyway, but he just now legally changed his name. The reason why I say that is because remember there was a time people call um Jay-Z. Yeah, Jehovah Jah. Yeah, so he used to call himself Yeezy, right? Translation for Jesus. Oh, you know. So in his dormanted mind, I'm just trying to figure out what would be the reason why you would shorten your name. I I don't know. I'm just I try to analyze. You believe he's demented? 
I think he have, and he has stated that he has mental issues. And I don't like to talk about people with mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <sighs> so you think he's got mental issues or you think he's demented? I think it's, I don't think he's demented. I think he I has think mental, demented. I think it's mental issues. And I, and I apologize y'all. I don't mean to get off, but yesterday um, I happened to watch a little piece of this, of the new series of uh, Surreal Life and Dennis Rodman is on there. Oh my now, God. My daughter told me about that. I want to watch it. Is He is. He's also have mental issues. I mean, to the, I don't even know how it's, it's, it, my heart goes out to him because the man is sick. Mm. The man is so, and he, but the thing is, he's not dumb. He knows it. He knows what he does. He says what he does. Just like, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever his name is. Like <clears throat> he they say what they're going to do and they do it. And then you want to say they're crazy, but he just told you what he was going to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I couldn't be in the house with Dennis Rodman. I'd be cussing him out every day. I wouldn't. I, I would, I'll be cussing him out every day. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. He throws stuff back in your face just to get the heat off of him because he's in a vulnerable place. He's, he's let his vulnerability out. And then he mm-hmm. wants to get out of that vulnerable space. So then he lashes out at you. Oh no. I mean, yeah. I know. I would have. I don't care. I know I'll be right there at his navel, but I'll be cussing him out. I'll be cussing him <laughs> out. I would. I would. I like you now. That and, is uh, definitely on my to-do list to watch that because I do Stormy want to see that because Stormy Daniels on there. Is Tamar's on there. Kim Tamar's Cole. on there. She got yeah, mental. Uh, they got all the crazy. I shouldn't say so that. So what's that, the that, premise that is- of this show? It's called Surreal Life. Yeah. It's they're living in a house. And they do uh, different games and things like that. But they also talk and all of them have some type of, I hate to say it, mental illness or mental. I mean, I think we all have some mental issues. You know what I'm saying? But some's are, some are more at, at a different level than others. And with yeah. them being celebrities, they're talking about these different things along with doing games. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think they get kicked out of the house, but I don't know mm-hmm. the premise of it. It's just last night, I just watched a little piece of it and it was just, mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking. Yeah. It was, in one moment, I wanted to cry with them. And then the next moment, I was ready to cuss Dennis Rodman out because he was just so insensitive to somebody else who went through the same thing that he went through. Hmm. You know? And August, Asina's in it too. Yeah, he um, is. They, this is a, I won't say a remake, but they did it in real life like maybe 10 years ago with Flavor Flay, Bilgett Nielsen, yeah, and yeah. Um, Rodney, Jer- Rodney Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy, the um, porn king. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, he died. Rodney, yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy something. Uh, uh, yeah. I can't think yeah. of Jeremy Stryker. Who? Jeremy Stryker? No. What no. is the porn, the porn store? The porn store. Rod Jeremy. I know there's John Holmes and there's Jeremy Stryker, Mm-mm. both porn stars. Mm-mm. I'm looking this at like seventies. Yeah, I know he was seventies. Just before um, AIDS hit, and it was this, like Ron. I want to say was. Ron Jeremy. Oh, that's you know what, Ron Jeremy? That's, that's the it. other one. That's right. That's yeah, it. they were all back there around the same time. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah, I was trying Ron. to look it up. Yeah, that's okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so. actually that started my whole reality TV um um journey. That that right there that started the whole no, Flavor of Love what, started mine. But he was on that before Flavor of Love. He was on Surreal Life before Flavor of Love. That's no, how they got the uh, he, he was yeah. Flavor of Love first. He mm -hmm. had two Flavor of Love seasons first. Not before Surreal Life, he wasn't. Surreal Life came first. Okay. Because he was involved with Bridget Nielsen, that tall yeah, woman who I was, in, yeah, for two seasons. And then um, when they broke up, they came up with the concept of Flavor of Love. Oh. Yeah, it looks like Surreal Life started in 03 and Flavor of oh. Love started in 06. Mm -hmm. Really? I, I could know either. I'm telling you, I'm I remember the day. I remember the first day I saw I the first episode. I was like, like I'm hooked. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, well, maybe it started for me too then. I'm like, I'm hooked. But anyway, it don't matter. I knew that because I watched Surreal Life when I lived in Nebraska. I moved uh -huh. to Ohio in 2000 back we moved back to ohio 2004 and okay. i started watching flavor flay and i was like look at this what am i watching yeah <laughs> i just knew that the world the fabric of society was ruined and the next thing you know people were taking pictures of their food and posting it on social media so i was right uh, <laughs> um so because you really piqued my interest and, you know, I'm not big on reality shows, but I may start watching this because I like this kind of thing. That's why I was asking so much about the premise. So it's billed as the original celebrity social experiment. It features eight wildly different celebrities who will have to live together for a once in a lifetime surreal experience okay. that will put their temperaments and vulnerabilities to the test. Yep. So yep. it was basically um, MTV's, um, what was it, where they had... Um, real world. Real world. That's what it is. It's real world, but it's celebrities. Gotcha. Interesting. I might check this out. Or it's just good, look though. My yeah. thing is that these celebrities living in this household, there's a um, an experience that us as people who are not celebrities don't experience. So they can relate to each other in a way of all the abuse and the harm and whatever good or bad that they experience, they can relate to one another. And I think that they can help each other more so harm each other, in my opinion. Um, so I haven't seen that one episode of it, but I am going to binge watch it. Yeah. Because at the end of the season, so I can watch them straight. <laughs> what is it on? VH1. Oh, I did. I did just look right at that. My bad. Okay, it's, thanks. It's a VH, yes, VH1. Seeing that, um, April, and um, you know that part just kind of got my daughter want me to watch that real quick, and I and I did since it was on because I didn't want to watch it because of one celebrity on there that gets on my nerves, but um, she was very open and vulnerable, so. You know, <laughs> oh, do tell, do tell. Let me guess, Tamar. Okay, it's Tamar. Oh, Tam yeah. oh okay. But she's just, she's just over the top all the time, mm. and and I I feel like the only time that I see the real her is when she's vulnerable. And there was a little piece last night when they were having dinner up in the sky where she was, where she was vulnerable, and I felt her being real. And that's what she was talking about last year when she took, she almost took her life. 
and how she felt in that moment. The other time, she's just so, I mean, she's a beautiful girl. She has a beautiful, beautiful voice. It's just all the other antics that she has with her. It's just too much for me. It's me just, too. it gets on my nerves. But when she's I'm being vulnerable in the little snippet that I saw last night, and then when Dennis Robin said something to her, you know, that was really nasty. I'm not going to tell you what he said, because when you guys see it, you're going to sit, you're going to be like, you'll know what I mean. You'll know exactly what I mean. It was really, it was really rude. It was nasty what he did. And he does that just to get the heat off. And he did it on purpose. He was downstairs. Everybody was upstairs. And he told August, because he basically talked to August for a moment. August stayed downstairs. He said, he told August, watch this. And went right upstairs and just tore it out the frame. Just tore, wow. it out, tore it out the frame. I'm telling you, I could not be in the house with that man. I will cuss him out every day. <laughs> well, he may be the one to say Brittany Griner, get her home. <laughs> Remember when he went to uh, somebody who was being detained? Oh, he yeah. And he negotiated. Right. He was the one negotiated that other um, young man who unfortunately came back and he died. But he was the one who negotiated that deal. So maybe we could send him over to talk to Poot. Get I Brittany thought there out. was already something being in the works because we were giving up somebody for her. <sighs> they went, she went for an appeal and she lost the appeal. And so they're still working on, on it. So that it's, part right there, they're still working on it. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. But it's crazy to have to face nine years for that. I mean, again, yeah, maybe she should have known better. But again, she probably did it a million times. Everybody probably did it a million times, not even thinking. Right. And it's uh, not like she had a gallon of it that she was trying to smuggle. Come on. Right. 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 All for personal self-medication from trauma that no one asked to go through in life. That You know, I I just. And then she's over there playing ball for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they don't care. Aches and pains. Come on, they don't care. They don't even like us Americans. They're trying to to destroy us. They don't care about us. And they definitely don't care about a black woman. Yeah, you know we at the bottom anyway. So, So speaking of black, (laughs) did y'all hear the latest? So you know Elon Musk. Bought mm-hmm. Twitter, $44 billion deal, right? Mm-hmm. And there was an org- there was a company, a research company, Neon, I think is who they were called, that did some research and discovered that use of the N-word spelled out had increased by 500% within a 12-hour time frame from when the deal finished. So... What's happened since um, several celebrities, including Shonda Rhimes, has left Twitter. Several, many, many people have decided to boycott Twitter. Boycott was trending on Twitter. Uh, boycott when Twitter advertisers was trending on Twitter for days. Um, who else? Ken Olin. Oh my gosh. The um, I think he was the executive producer, he is the executive producer of This Is Us, or was the executive producer, because I know it's gone off now. Um, 
I followed him. I loved him. I remember him from 30 something. Um, but he, uh, staunch um, liberal who makes his views known, he shut down his Twitter account. Lots of people, lay people as well as celebrities have done so. Um, mm -hmm. I had to give it some thought because I don't know, it kind of took me by surprise. I, I, I understood Elon Musk buying Twitter meant some major things, transitions would be happening with speech, freedom of speech, hate speech, how people present themselves. Um, and it, it happened immediately. Elon Musk is in the process of putting a team together for to, to outline the community guidelines and what they should be around speech. But we know he is a, uh, a censorship abolitionist or a, a free speech absolutist. I'm sorry, that's what it is. A free speech absolutist. He absolutely believes free, you're entitled to free speech, not just from prosecution, but you are allowed to say what you want to say, no matter how triggering it is. So thoughts about that in itself and free speech and its changes and thoughts about the boycott. Girl, you gotta take, you gotta ask that like one section at a time, okay? That's a lot to unpack and process. I gotta process it and then try to, uh, girl, oh child. You know, I do I do a, a show three days a week now. So I'll be only I'll be ready, girl. I'll be ready mm -hmm. with the question. No, I see so, I am a type of person that I have to comp I compartmentalize everything. Every aspect of my life, I have to have, you know, a section, a reason, a a part where I'm gonna address it. It's just how I operate. Okay. So April said, cut this shit. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say this. Let me just premise this. The people, whoever they are, who sold Twitter to this man, my question is, why would you do that? <laughs> um, why would you do that? <laughs> No, seriously, why would you do that? Because this man is going to take Twitter and it's going to become something else that I am afraid that is going to divide this country even more so. In the words of one of your other co-hosts on your other show, I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting the leave button. Leave, hang up, leave. Paula, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> hey, my thing is this, um, freedom of speech. Everybody has the right to say whatever they, they have to say. I get that, understand that. Is that what freedom of speech is? You have the freedom to, to say whatever you say. You really do because you, you are, a mind sounded body, you have your own voice, you can say whatever you say. The problem is there are repercussions when you say these things. Okay. So in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of a plane, you could say bomb. That's no, because because the exception to freedom of speech is that you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Correct. So yelling bomb on a plane oh. is the equivalent of that. Correct. 
Okay. Correct. So there are some exceptions. So what I'm saying is that if I'm going to say I hate black people and I'm a non-black person, then you have every right to say that. So you're going to also get the heat from that. There should be some repercussions of why you're going to say that. If you are a, a person of a prominent job or affluent neighborhood, people are going to stop, I don't know, becoming your patrons. They're going to stop talking to you. They're going to, they're going to start boycotting you. There are going to be ramifications of you saying whatever the freedom that you want to say, say it. But there should be some consequences to that because that is wrong. That's what I'm saying. And I don't believe that a lot of these Elon Musk people who say freedom of, street, uh, freedom of speech and saying these hate speeches as the same thing. Freedom of speech is not being able to say, I can hate you freely. They're cloaking it under freedom of speech. And that's, that's in my opinion, it's not the same. It's not you, the same. You can't say I hate you freely? So freedom, You can't I, I, say I hate you freely. You can't say I hate you freely. So I want to ask then. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying you can't. But I'm just saying that you, because of you saying that, there's going to be repercussions Some behind repercussions. it. I yeah. got you. So freedom of speech, the definition I pull up is uh, the right to express any opinions without censorship or restraint. And you agree with that, right? You say there, there will be repercussions, of course, but those repercussions will not be censorship nor restraint. I believe they should be. You believe there, so you believe freedom of speech should not exist. I do believe, no, 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 it should exist. It should exist. Okay, and again, I we'll believe there are exceptions. That's what I'm saying. There okay, are exceptions. So the right to express, so, okay, so, so then freedom of speech as it's defined shouldn't exist because this says the right to express any opinions without censorship or restraint. So you don't believe that should be the case. You believe it should be the right to express some opinions without censorship or restraint. I know it's tough. That's why I want to, I'm tough. so glad you said, let's pack, unpack it a little at a time. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Because, because it is like one minute you're like freedom of speech, I should be able to say and be free and say whatever I want. But at the same time, am I, I think my thing is this, in anything that I think about, when I say or do something, am I going to help someone or am I going to harm someone? And I think freedom of speech, it, people doesn't think like that. So if I'm going to say something that I hate you, I'm not saying anything to elevate you. I'm not saying anything because I know it's going to harm you. I'm not trying to inspire you, encourage you to do anything. I'm just telling you that I hate you because I hate you. I'm expressing myself. So I am harming you. It's not helping you. And so if you look at it, it just in those simple terms, then it's hard. It's hard to make a, a fine statement if that's a true statement or not, because it's, it's so vague. It's so freaking vague. And uh, and the more I talk about it, the less convincing I am of myself. Because now I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting myself. Okay, you know me. I talk through everything, right? I talk through everything in my mind. 
And so I feel this way, but I'm trying to rationalize it this way. And so my feelings and my rationale is fighting with one another. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's normal. Yeah. And that's hard. what I have to say about it right now, because I, I, I don't have, not that I don't have a clear understanding, but I don't have a clear rational statement or I could just talk my thoughts out, but I'll be just like you, April. It's like, well, this and then, and then this, and then, th but this, but this, but this, and then we're using that butt word that you said I'm not supposed to use, but you know, but, but, but. And That's only giving feedback. <laughs> yeah, that, that just applied to feedback, yes. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go again. But, no, but, 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 but that, but you're absolutely right because, but kind of contradicts in my mind. I'm saying this, That's and then when like. I put the but in, it contradicts exactly what I'm thinking and, and feeling. So, I, <sighs> yeah, my thoughts are about this because it's super tough. Um, and I said this what back when Elon Musk was going through the court case and stuff when it looked like he wasn't going to buy Twitter. And I said, um, the concept of what free speech is, is evolving and it has to change based on life, based on society. We've got social media now. We've got a thing called cyberbullying, which we didn't have before, where the newspaper was our, is what gave us a lot of what Facebook gives us now. There was no spot to um, cyberbully somebody in the newspaper. You get in trouble for that, right? You couldn't do right. that. So there's some different things about life, about the way that we exist, that in my mind think, it's a logical thought that freedom of speech has to evolve into something else. And we as people have to be able to determine what that is together, even with all our differing ideas and opinions, somewhere the society, the community of people have to come together to define what that is. And I don't know the answer to that. Right. And that's, what I was thinking about okay there got to be exceptions there, there are going to be some exceptions where that's going to negate some of that then it shouldn't be called freedom of speech <laughs> exactly so then you can't call it freedom of speech because but you got to call it you got to give it the, in the purest definition that it is able to express yourself and what you're thinking independence you're feeling. <laughs> you know it, it can't be I, I don't think it should be as general as freedom of speech because then like you said then people they're, they're going to say freedom i have the right to say this i have the and right to say what i what i feel i have the right it doesn't matter if it hurts people doesn't matter the consequences this is how i feel but so now, again, everybody's so sensitive now yeah. everything is 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 it's it's hurting people mentally and you're not hurting just one person you're not just hurting your family you're hurting thousands of people especially if you're a celebrity you know then you're put on this platform and then all this other kind of stuff so then if that's the case then freedom of speech needs to be adjusted the name the word needs to be adjusted if you're going to tell me i can't actually do that because this is the ramifications of it and then we don't want you to go through this because then now it's a lawsuit and then now people are hurting themselves and, and people are doing this all from your freedom of speech you know mm -hmm. I, I just i i it's it's hard to just talk about it it really is it is, it is hard 
the word and the definition would have to change to your point Paulette, because that whole idea of the right to it do i want to have the right to express any opinion i have without censorship or restraint and if i look at that definition of freedom of speech yes i do want that now i also choose not to say unkind things to people that's who i am everyone's not that way right so do i also think everyone else should have the right to express their opinions without right. censorship or restraint there's right. the rub because exactly. in a heartbeat yeah i believe i should be able to but if you ask me if this person who hates the color of my skin should be able to according to this definition and what i want i have to say yes i have to yes, say yes yeah 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 right yeah i mean even if we change the change the definition and because we're always saying that i have the right to this is my rights you know i'm gonna exercise my rights right but again um, this American, right specifically to not be censored or restrained from saying it it's not a right, right. for anything else mm -hmm. so right exactly so just yeah. in the purest, purest form of that definition it goes back to people have the right to say and express themselves however they want. want. Mm -hmm. I may not like it. Right. I don't like it when somebody says something based on the color of my skin. I don't like it. Right. The KKK can walk right there in front of my house and spew hateful, you know, words at me unfortunately they have the right to do that unfortunately just like i have the right to say you you know derogatory white terms back at them right so but again you're going to reap those replications those, those, those there you're going to face consequences of those actions Right. So is it really, really, really worth it? Is exercises your right really worth it to demean another human in that way? No. And are we not. prepared? Are we prepared to be okay with this? Here's a good question. And I don't know the answer. Then are we okay? Are, are we saying we're okay with the people saying whatever they want to say? And, and we just have to deal with like, because we're not, they're gonna have to deal with the repercussions and we may not see those repercussions. Are we, can we live with that? Yes, you can say, I hate you nigger. You can say that to me. You can't come on my property and say, you can't touch me. You can't right. hit me with anything, but you can stand there and look me in my eyes, stand on the city street and say, I hate you nigger, mm. right? Right. Yeah. Am I okay yeah. with you being able to do that and facing your own consequences somewhere? Right. That's where cancel culture come into play. So, but got... cancel culture is censorship and restraint in some well, ways. In, in some, some ways. ways. Yeah, not because I have the right yeah, to buy true. or not buy. That's true. I have true. to right. write to you know patronize your company where that's you right. work or not that's so right it, 
it's not censorship because I have the right, I have a choice to participate in your ignorance and your bigotry That's or right. not. That's so it. yeah, we have to just be mindful that we do have a choice in exercising other people's rights. Ooh. <laughs> ah. How about that? Wow. <laughs> How about that? Mm. I'll drink to that. Did I finish my she did. I, I did. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> this was deep. Clink, clink, clink. Hey. <laughs> Yo, this was I, a good discussion. I didn't know we was going to get deep tonight, though. That Elon I, Musk, he pissed me off. I, I, don't, I, I just don't like him as a person. <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't know this man, but the stuff that he does. Okay, let me say, I don't like his behavior. Okay. Okay. I agree. I don't like his behavior. I agree. In a lot of things. And um I I'm my heart aches for our country where it's going. And Twitter is just another form of communic social communication the way the newspaper was was. I mean it still is, but it's not as potent and powerful as social media at this time and for someone like him to have his hands and control over something that has can influence the masses scares me it really does it scares me i understand i totally understand it's heavy it's yeah, heavy it so again i say the people who sold twitter to him why did you do that <laughs> Exactly. I know why, because they got $44 billion. That's Hello. <laughs> and did. Oh, yep. Hello. I'm mad at him. Lord. Mm. <laughs> Lots to unpack. Well, we thank you guys for hanging with us from wine o'clock to wine o'clock. I like <laughs> that. I know, right? Wine o'clock to wine o'clock. Remember to follow our socials to see more. Share, share, share. Share this episode right now. Right now, hit the share button. Share the episode because we were deep and we want people to get deep with us. All right. And until next time, if you can't have the wine you love, love the wine you have. Ooh. Yes. Thank you for listening to Uncorked in Conversation. This podcast is co-hosted by Linda White, April N. Brown, Paulette Irvy, and Sarita Boston. It is produced and edited by April N. Brown. The music is by Ben Sound.